0: Hello and welcome to the Insurance Age podcast for the week commencing the sixth of January, twenty twenty. It's our first podcast for twenty twenty, the um, the Roaring Twenties, as it's also known. I'm Sean Barton, editor, and I'm here with our commissioning editor, Lawrence Easton. Hi, Sean. So, Lawrence, could you um, take us down the top five stories for the first full week of work? in this decade?
1: Sure, starting uh, from number five, which was Gafion met the end of last year's five million euro liquidity deadline. Uh, Up next was the FCA warning insurance managers to tackle non-financial misconduct. Uh, Up next, GRP's 68 million pounds spend uh, on acquisitions in 2019. At number two, Amanda Blanc's latest role was revealed and the top spot was taken by neon underwriting being placed into runoff.
0: So we really did kick off the year with quite a bang. The FCA sinking its teeth into the market, I think... um as a response to all those um, sexual harassment allegations. Um, but I know you um, you wanted to talk a little bit more about Gafayon. Um, can you tell us a bit more background um, to that story, please?
1: Yes, so there were two uh, big stories on Gafayon this week. We're the as I'm sure everyone knows, the unrated Danish provider that's been experiencing quite a few problems over the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first was that um, Gafayon did meet its uh, requirement to have 5 million um in, in euro as liquid assets.
0: And that was something the um, Dina- Danish um, financial regulator ordered them to do, wasn't it? Yes,
1: uh, that was a requirement from the Danish regulator. They managed to get a 5 million injection from shareholders, which is not the first time that the Kefion has had to go back to its shareholders. Uh, back in May 2018, they had to go and ask for 2 million. So it's uh, been slowly ramping up the, the requirements from the Danish regulator.
0: Okay, and there was actually a subsequent development to that story. Can you um, tell us a little bit more about that, please?
1: Yes. Um, the Danish regulator and G- Giffion have had a bit of, of a back and forth on how Giffion reports its results and assets. Uh, this time, the Danish regulator disputed the valuation of a reinsurance contract that Giffion had. And they asked Giffion to, uh, to restate the valuation, an order which Giffion says it disagreed with, but will comply with because, to quote Gafayan, it does not have any direct consequences for policyholders or partners.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah, um. I think that's something that's happened to Gafayan before. The last yes. time they ordered the DFSA ordered Gafayan to change something, they disagreed with it. Yes. Um. But the the saga is ongoing. Um. I know recently we've seen some pro- some UK. Providers moving away from using Gafion as their capacity, or maybe being pushed away. It's it's unclear what's next next, mm. but they are certainly fighting to keep their heads above water. So um, it's one that we will definitely be keeping an eye on throughout the year.
1: Yes, and I'm sure some of these headlines probably seem very familiar to our readers. It, it's a, it's like I said, it's a good back and forth between the Danish regulator and Cofinon at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, looking at our top story this week, which was Neon underwriting being placed into runoff, I believe you you'd been following that story quite closely.
0: Yeah, I have. Um, I think the key things around there is Neon's uh, Neon underwriting's owner, American Financial Group, decided to exit Lloyd's in 2020. It's now 2020, so they are exiting Lloyd's. Um, Neon Underwriting It only launched in 2016 and it had a focus on property, marine, casualty, specialty and reinsurance. But um, like quite a few other organisations in the Lloyd space and in other areas um, of the insurance market, bosses said it wouldn't meet the returns they want, so they're pulling out.
1: There's certainly been a flurry of exit and runoff announcements uh, in the last few months. What else has been going on in the market?
0: Well, um, last year we had um, two big announcements from Tokyo Marine Kiln Insurance and also MS Anlin. But on top of that, um, more recently, particularly in Lloyd's, Lloyd, um, sorry, Vibe, Syndicate and Pioneer um, pulled out. There was also tradewise trade-wise insurance company, um, the Gibraltar ent- Entity, went into run-off. Um, and even today, Beasley pulled out of um, regional marine operations, including cargo, freight liability and commercial hull. They're keeping their pleasure craft operation, um, but three three key mark- markets, about 5% of their book. So um, it's, it's certainly... Um, runoff is certainly a phrase that we've used a lot over yes. the last three months and um, I think we're going to be using it a lot in as we go um, over the course of the next 12 months
1: yeah the impression I got from speaking to brokers today is that we'll certainly be expecting a lot more runoff announcements just as you say
0: yeah absolutely I mean um, a lot of this all feeds back into the Lloyd's review um, And also, more generally, across the insurance world, not just in Lloyd's, the market is hardening, things are getting tougher, and brokers are really going to have to step up and show their value because prices are going to go up.
1: It's certainly a story we're going to be following as the year progresses, but we've certainly kicked off the year with quite a few big stories. That's all we have time for today, and we'll be back with another podcast soon. Thank you for listening.
0: Bye.